Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 79. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and as always, I'm your host today. So glad you joined us. It's a great thrill and a, quite an honor for me to be able to occupy a little bit of your headspace today. So before we get into our actual show today, I wanted to thank you for that. And just a quick update. I wanted to thank all of you that have been listening. We're starting a new month now. We're into... Can you believe it? The last month of the year, December. It's unbelievable how quickly this year has flown. Um, some days drag by, but boy, this year has flown by. wanted to thank all of you. We again in December, seems like just yesterday I was updating you on November or on October's uh, in stats and that sort of thing at the end of November, at the end of October, beginning of November. Here we are a month later. Now, November was another record-setting month for us, so thank you so much to all of you that uh, joined us, that listened in, and it's funny because I know some of you are going to come for one time, one episode, and you're going to be gone. Others of you are going to follow along the journey, and um, so I wanted to thank you for listening with us. We had a, a huge increase in the amount of downloads and listeners that we had during the month of November, and I love to see that trend continue because the more of our stories we can get out and the more word we can get out that there are actually people uh, that might be interested in following along, and so I love to be able to do that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, those of you that have shared the podcast with others, and thank you for following along on this journey. Most of November has been about me and my story, because um, it's quite like a soap opera, and uh, it's hard to, it's a train wreck, it's hard to look away, but uh, anyway, so I wanted to thank you for joining along with that. We also have, um, well now, we've broken the 50 mark in our number of reviews on iTunes. I think this morning I checked, and there were 53 or 54 um, reviews on iTunes, and it looks like um, all of them have been five star ratings and reviews, and one of uh, two of them have actually been four stars, but been very complimentary as well. So um, I can appreciate that not everyone just automatically gives you five stars. So um, I know that there are some people that have to be completely wowed in order to give you five stars, and so I definitely don't take offense to the four stars. I wouldn't even take offense to a two-star or one-star review, so I just want them to be honest, and I want them to be giving me honest feedback about what we're doing here on the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. So, before we get in it, I just want to make sure you know if you're looking for a website, you can partner up with my website partner, my host, Bluehost, who I use, and it's very easy to figure out how to do it. Go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. On there, you'll find a place where you can actually just start looking and seeing if the website you want is available. It doesn't matter what you're using it for. WordPress is what a, the majority of the websites on the internet are built on these days, and you can do it too. Even if you don't know how to code, you don't know how to do programming, you can build your own website, and I'll be glad to walk you through um, how I've done mine. And so if you go there and you sign up and you get a website, I'm going to send you a document that's going to have um, the best plugins that you need to go ahead and get on your website in order to get started and make sure you can be found and to kind of get you on your way because you don't want just the basic out-of-the-box website. You want to customize it a little bit, and this document will help you do that. So brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. It will take you there, 
and let you figure out what website and help you see what the available options are. So now we've got all our housekeeping out of the way. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about, again, updating. It's been a little bit, bit of time since I've been able to update you on my business. And I am now completely approved for all of my uh, new products. So I've got pizza that we make on the grill. I've got ice cream that I make with liquid nitrogen. I have cryopop, which is caramel corn that I make with liquid nitrogen. And then I also have coffee that I do, fresh brewed, fresh pressed coffee. Those are all things that I have on my food cart. And it's kind of one of those um, situations where I think I have everything covered at this point. I also am lucky enough to have some good friends that are always looking and keeping their eyes and ears open and testing different recipes and seeing if you can uh, they can come up with something that I can replicate on my food cart. So, And I do have to apologize already because my live audience is getting a little unruly. I've got some wrestling going on right under my feet, so I apologize. Oh, this crowd, I don't know where these people come from, but their uh, live audience is a tough thing. So, But anyway, thank you for bearing with me no matter what. But I wanted to give you a couple of uh, things that I, I'm going to be facing. So I will tell you that I am getting ready to go down to Mallory Square today for the first time with a uh, newly done signs and signage and that sort of thing that I've had to do with my new products. I feel like it's important to really know how a product is going to do to kind of see it in its, I don't want to even say like a dress rehearsal, but anytime I would go down and have some of the products that I've tested and tried, if I didn't have proper signage, I knew I still wasn't getting the most bang for my buck. So I wanted to go ahead and see how everything is going to do with my new signage and to try to see uh, if, if it's more visible, if it's more understandable. These are the kind of things that you never really know until, a until you continue to have to explain to a customer what you thought your sign was already explaining. <laughs> so um, the good news is I have also incorporated a dry erase whiteboard onto the front of my cart. So on a daily basis, I can update the flavors that I have. I can update anything that I need to on that board. Um, it was simple. I went to Home Depot and bought a sheet of, I believe it's two feet wide by four feet long, uh, dry erase board. I think in Key West it was $9.99. So it can't be, can't be more than that where you are, I doubt it. So um, it was easy to do and I just essentially screwed it onto the front of my food cart right underneath my counter. And so some of the things like flavors, um, I have pizza where I have toppings. And so each day I'll be able to include my topping list so people know what they can choose from. I will also be able to include ice cream flavors that I have. So the good news is with that, I'm not locked into having a bunch of stuff every single day. And those are the kind of changes um, I continue to find that no matter how many flavors and options I offer people, people do tend to go with the basic. I mean, I guess it's why pepperoni pizza is a very good seller uh, or vanilla ice cream. Those tend to be just the basics and people go with those most often. So those are uh, a couple of additional things that I've done to make sure my signage is flexible and I'm not going to have to continue to buy more signs. I have probably hundreds of dollars worth of 
signage and, and stuff that I've done so far. And most of it I can't use now, so now I need to figure out how a great cool way to recycle <laughs> and figure out figure that out. But anyway, I just wanted the flexibility of having the generic things on my large overall banner and then I've got some uh, special daily options that I can do on my dry erase board, so nothing is, has to be permanent there. I also, based on a friend of mine who had some cool lighting ideas, um, I was able to get, I haven't installed them yet, but I'm going to today, is the um, the, the LED lighting that's kind of, um, kind of popular right now. It changes colors, it's remote controlled, it has different color patterns, and essentially it is in a little strip that's almost smaller than like a little tape measure thing, and it's a flexible strip, so it'll go around the inside of where my signage and that sort of thing is. So I'm going to add that one to uh, help anything you can do to help attract attention. And I have found that, you know, a lot of people in where I am at, down at Mallory Square want to check out and make sure they have, they see everything that is their option uh, before they actually make a purchase sometime. Oh my gosh, the banshees. Sorry about that. Um, but anyway, the the people want to look down the pier and see what their options are. So at least if I can get to a point where I can attract their attention, they might need to say, hey, let's go down there and see what that is before we buy from Comfort or a Hot Dog or whoever is down there. And so, uh, and, and I, just so you know, those of you that don't, aren't around uh, Mallory Square all the time with us, um, sometimes we don't know people's name, but we know what they sell. So we call people by what their card is. So we call Hot Dog, I don't know what is, what the guy's name is, but we call him Hot Dog, or we call him a uh, Comp Fritter, or we call him, uh, they call me, uh, different things, because I've had different products. Nothing's really s stuck with me so far, but they've been calling me Cryopop. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just how we refer to each other. And we'll say, is pineapple here tonight? Or is hot dog here tonight? So it's something we use with each other in conversation. So I'm not just throwing off on that. But um, a little bit nervous, I'll be honest with you. I have a lot going on on my cart. And it's funny because when even when I try to get organized and make sure I have all of my, number one, all of my ingredients, but then you have to go beyond that to get all of my utensils and everything that I need in preparation. And if I forget any particular thing, it could be critical to being able to actually successfully execute any type of food product that I have. So I'm a little bit um, nervous about trying to get everything packed up and ready to go down today, make sure all of my dough has had time to rise, make sure I have everything I need, all my condiments and, and all that good stuff. So um, it's a lot and I it's, it's like anything though, whenever you start something new, you don't really have your process down pat, so it's easy to forget something, it's easy to not remember um, the card reader for the swiping credit cards or, you know, something like that, that that could, you know, potentially rob me of a little bit of money. And so I don't want to cost myself money today. So um, I have a little bit of fear about forgetting some things. I also have a little bit of um, anxiety and a little bit of nerves about um, will my products sell the way I need them to. And I'm hoping they will. And I guess time will tell. And nothing can be told by just one night. So I'm not just going to take one night and be like, oh, this is terrible. It's a failure or anything like that. I'm going to keep going and keep tweaking and getting feedback and keep moving on. So, but it is a little bit of anxiety producing uh, wait until you know how it's going to go. So it's got to be better. 
than the things I've had, just simply because I have more products now than ever. It's got to appeal to somebody, whether the weather is hot or cold. I have hot and or cold food items, so I really think um, I have a better chance right now of succeeding than I ever have before. So um, this is, you know, one of those things, true story, real life, real time, and uh, you get to hear all of my failures, faux pas, and you know what, if there's successes, I'll give you successes too. I'd love to be able to fill up every single episode with success stories and tell you how to do it yourself and so that you can do the same thing. But I, here's one thing I've been thinking about lately, and I'll share this with you and then won't take up any more of your time with my updates. But here's one of the things I've been thinking about. The industry, the market, the just society in general, you know, people are getting very, very fed up with corporations. They are. Um, the, the tolerance level based on what some corporations have done to essentially cause the Great Recession that has taken away so many people's life savings, taken away jobs, it's cost them their businesses. Those corporations have become the, I don't want to say the symbol or the object of our hate, but we have become, as a society, much less tolerant of corporations. Politically, um, there's been some decisions that have been made lately that have allowed corporations and or big money to um, really control what we the people should be controlling. And I'm not trying to get political here, um, but the whole thing is, in the future, and it doesn't even mean when I say the future, I'm not talking about 40 years from now, I'm talking about five years from now. There will be more people than ever that are looking to get away from working a corporate job. People are tired of it. We just finished Thanksgiving, and while so many people are thrilled to have a job during the time at Thanksgiving, you look at the, the retail workers and you look at the people that had to give up their Thanksgiving to go in to work to open up so that you can buy um, cheap items and try to get the better sale and save some money. Those people that are having to do that and that are feeling beholden to the corporations are very much getting the word out that it is not okay, that it is not okay with them to be used this way. Um, every single, if you look in any business magazine, any business website, any news, what you're going to see is people are, are getting fed up with the trend of the very top people within a corporation making more money than we could even fathom. We can't imagine making $300 million a year, much less in three years. And many of these people are, or these companies are doing it off the backs of the workers that are actually in carrying out the work that they're refusing to pay a fair wage or refusing to give benefits to or cutting back and doing doing more to take out of the pocket of the worker so that they can make sure the CEO has a nice uh, golden parachute and a lovely vacation home and a private jet and all those things that us normal people can't even imagine. So this is the trend and it's becoming more and more obvious since the recession. I think it's been the turning point for a lot of people. And the reason I tell you this is because in the future, there will be more people that will be looking to get out of these huge corporations that where they're treated like a number and they're doing 
work that does not satisfy their soul. And they will be looking for more satisfying jobs. They will be looking to work for people who actually care about them. They will be looking to work for companies where the owner actually is around and where they can have direct contact with them. And not just that, but they can share their ideas and they can have an impact on what that business does. I share all of that to say this. It's time to get out and create jobs for people that are going to be looking to do that. Now is the perfect business climate to do what I'm doing. Yes, I'm doing some testing and I'm trying to refine my product uh, down at the Mallory Square venue. And when I do that, hopefully I can even become one of those uh, people that are able to branch out and put something in locally where I can employ local people, where I can provide jobs, where especially in Key West, the cost of living is very high, though entry-level wages are very low. And I would love to be able to provide jobs where a living wage for the workers can allow them to live and work in paradise so that they can live their dreams. Now is the perfect climate for that. And so I'm saying this to hopefully inspire you to realize that the huge multinational corporations, the ones that, you know, move their headquarters out of this country to avoid paying taxes. I understand why they're doing that, but people are getting tired of it. I saw some uh, headlines on the news, and even I saw some things on Facebook this year, right before Thanksgiving, where there was a backlash from consumers saying, you know what, I'm not going to shop on Thanksgiving Day because I don't want my need to shop or my desire for greed to be have a, a better deal than the next person to cause somebody else to miss out on time with their family on a day when we're supposed to be thankful. We're supposed to be thankful for what we already have, not greedy about what we're going to get in the future. I also saw that consumers were not spending as much, were not falling for the hype as much on the Black Friday and even the Cyber Mondays anymore because we don't believe that companies are being truthful with us about giving us the best deal for things. And so you're beginning to see this trend, and I'm telling you um, it's something that's going to continue. These corporations are in too deep. They can't go back and save their reputations. They can't suddenly change. Now, don't get me wrong. All corporations are not bad. I'm not saying that at all. There are a few corporations where people actually love to work, and they love having a job. They love the way the company treats them. They feel like a person. They feel like they're doing meaningful work. But the vast majority don't have that. And they feel like they are being used and abused and taken advantage of by their employers only so that that employer can get wealthier and wealthier. Now is the time. Start now. Figure out what you need to do to get your business up and going. The barrier to entry to starting a business has never been lower. With the internet and the things that you can do there, there are very few dollars required to start a, uh, start a, a business on the internet. Not just that, but you can have a global reach with a very small amount of money. So the barrier to entry has never been lower. Don't be afraid to fail. You're going to do like me. You're going to fail. You're going to reinvent. You're going to put things out there that aren't even they're going to flop. They're not even going to be what you think they're supposed to be. They're going to flop. But it's okay. 
it's okay to do that. I'm nervous. I'm a little scared about my, my stuff going over, but I know I'm going to keep pushing on and I'm going to keep persevering. I'm also facing the um, increase in our tourist season. So if I, I mean, I feel like my worst days are behind me. I really do. And the thing is, when I have a whole year of time down doing my and having my food cart at Mallory Square, I will be able to then prepare for, to properly prepare for a dip in the season um, in September and October. And so I will be able to do that next year. And it won't be as impactful, but at the same time, maybe there's something I can do to create a completely different uh, revenue stream for me during that time. Maybe that I can do something with dealing with locals rather than uh, tourists. And so I just really, really hope that more than ever before, you will feel an urgency to go ahead and get your business started. So don't be afraid. It's okay. But now's the time to start because if you can start something part-time now, you will be able to grow it into where it needs to be. And it can provide jobs for people who are going to be increasingly leaving their corporate jobs feeling unfulfilled. But not just that. Let me also mention this. As more people leave their corporate jobs, you know what's going to happen? More people are going to start their own businesses. More people are going to be out there in the marketplace competing for the same space that you would like to occupy. If you go ahead and start now, you can occupy that space first. You can be the trendsetter. You can be the person who takes the lead. You can become the authority in your niche by the time everyone else is just coming to the party. So look at these things. Look at these trends and try to understand how you can fit your overall plan into it. Because I'm going to tell you, in the next five years, it's going to be a completely different business ball game out there. So... Mark my words, I'm not a uh, prophet or anything like that, but I will tell you it's changing. It's very different now than it was five years ago. So understand we're going to have an increasingly mobile, increasingly um, independent, uh, location independent type workforce. And we're going to have people that will not just uh, work for companies, but they want to work for companies that treat them well. And you could start one of those and provide jobs and provide. I would love to be a big employer in Key West that provides living wage jobs so that people in the Key West area can work one job, you know, for whatever set time for the week and then be able to go out and enjoy all the things that are Key West. I would love for that. That would be my ultimate dream to be able to do that and provide uh, for the community and for employees in that way. And so um, I, that's what I'm pursuing, and I hope it will happen. And so I hope you can join me on your independent journey as well um, so that you can break free of the, any corporation or any job that is holding you back in your life. So thank you for joining me. I'll keep you posted on how my new things are going on the food cart. Um, we've got a beautiful week weather in the high uh high 70s, low 80s for high temperatures, a little bit of rain showers here and there, but you know what, nothing that should wash us out. So I'm excited about getting down. Um, I'm excited about making some money to pay the mortgage that's coming up due on the 15th. So I've got a few days to uh, try to get all that together. So I thank you for joining me on my journey. 
Let me also say before I let you go, don't forget if you need a website, you can partner with my uh, Bluehost, which is the service that I, it's not my Bluehost, but it's the company that I use, my Bluehost. <laughs> I suddenly own the company. But you can partner with my company that uh, does my hosting for me and, and secures my website. And it's a, a very easy thing to do. And if you do it that way, I have a special bonus for you that you'll get. It's uh, basically, it's the top plugins that anyone would need whenever they get started with their new website. It's plugins for WordPress, which is what you want your, web, your website to be built on. So don't waste a lot of time. Don't let your website be a barrier for you getting started. This is a simple way to do it. Go there, figure out what domain you want, figure out if it's available, uh, sign up for it, and then I'll send you the plugins to get you started, and you're off. Once that happens, you're alive, and it's you're ready to go. So let the website be the easiest thing that you accomplish today. BrickandMortarReporter.com forward slash website, and it will show you how to get your own website. Thanks so much for joining us on our journey today and for following me along on this crazy, crazy journey of quitting my job and moving to Key West. What in the world was I thinking? So we'll keep talking about it because you know there's always something going on. So thanks again for joining us. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.